actually in the studio, which all of a sudden sounds like we're in a tunnel. Oh. It's a little bit, it's a little bit eerie echoey. and echoey. Yeah. It's only because we were in the studio, uh, in the office, um, and it sounded like we were in a wind chamber because our server <laughs> has collapsed. God, yeah. so, um, Big robot box that's always <laughs> whirring away. It's only like so we're taking off. Eight weeks, eight, no, eight weeks, eight, eight days. days. Eight days. Eight of days of transfer transferring things. stuff. So um, that's why we're here. Anyway, we're here. I'm Paula. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And you need to know that if you are a broadcast journalist, a graduate of uh, TV film production or journalism, then you need to get on to uh, Mediar.com and, and have a look. So we're, we're advertising <laughs> for a role. <laughs> so Hannah is the keeper of the list. What's I am the, the keeper of the list. list. The first thing on our list is a quite topical thing. Um, last week and last night, there was a public meeting no, on yes. the second flight. So another public meeting on the mm. second flight... And I didn't go because I wasn't feeling very well, as you can see, I'm a bit nasally. So you went, Katie. Well, you both went, didn't mm. you? Yeah. So, Katie, tell us a bit about it. Was it um, people moaning? <laughs> it was a little bit of um, the aforementioned old men moaning club, but I will rein my neck in and say that I think the whole idea surrounding holding the meeting was a very good one. In the they'd prepared a presentation which was quite easy to digest and um, sort of answered a lot of questions before the questions came up. So I think they're doing a really good job of keeping the public informed, in my own opinion. Um, mm. Quite a good idea to have that there. And um, th there was quite a lot of people there and quite a lot of chat going on after the presentation. Um, there was a couple of things about it I felt quite uncomfortable with. Um, I, with my sort of job role and more as a person, felt quite uncomfortable with. Okay, in what way? Um, I think in both the panel and the audience this was reflected, but the panel, by the panel I mean the people who were, um, there was four on either side, the people who were sort of leading the discussion, um, in that they were all white men, which I think doesn't really represent the Falkland Islands and quite disappointed um, that there wasn't, that they're not in general as a higher representation. <coughs> um, and it was the same in the audience. Not not all the time, I have to say, but a lot of the time, um, the people talking were the same. Um, and I think that's a much wider issue. And the fact is that we do have two female MLAs and yeah. one's on holiday with her family and one is away working. One's, yeah, one's at the G um, GMC, JMC, JMC, Joint Ministerial Council. But I think it's a much wider topic <coughs> that the world in general needs to consider but down here i think it is something that's slightly behind so before we unleash the beast um of feminism in you let's just <laughs> let's just hold you back a little sure sec. second flight now yeah let's context wise is is just in case the listeners don't know what the second flight is there's one commercial flight already that goes through chile um to take Falkland Islanders back to the UK, and this second flight is hoping to stop in Argentina in Cordova. Well, hang on a minute. So and it's not, it goes to Sao Paulo. But it needs so to stop over. So it's a flight over. to Sao Paulo, mm. and three, so you've got three flights to Sao Paulo, straight from here, and three flights back from Sao Paulo to here. A month. And once a month, it's got to go via Cordoba. Yeah. Now... As somebody said to me yesterday, if you don't want to fly via Argentina, then just don't get on that flight. That once a month that flight. That once a month flight. And the reason why that they have to do that isn't by choice. This isn't 
the UK government or the Falkland Islands government doing that because they are understanding and listening to their people. The reason that they need to do that is because of the 1999 legislation that says that the by agreement, the joint the agreement, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <coughs> that there needs to be if more flights come in, they need to go through Argentina at once. Yeah. And the thing is, is that in that stopover, unless you're getting off in Argentina, you stay on the plane. Yeah, you don't. You don't, you don't. But I think that off. from last night, what a lot of the members of the public were querying is hypothetical scenarios. What happens if I get sick and I have to go to a hospital in Argentina and they treat us like second-class citizens and this and that? And I think obviously it goes back to the feelings from the war, formalized war. People are still very against Argentines. Um, and even I don't know whether you noticed, this, Katie, but the audience I found. If you took a, a sample of the audience, the majority of them were of an older generation. Yes. And yeah. an older mindset. So the, and and the, the opinions that were coming forward and the people who had the big voices were of that older generation sure. with that older mindset. And it wasn't very reflective of... No, it wasn't. And something that I would like to add is that I fully, and I'm sure we all do, fully appreciate how difficult and how hard it must be to have been here during that time and then to come on onto different things. I'm, I'm not saying that that wasn't a difficult time and that that would be something hard to get over. I've never been through anything like that. So absolutely, I think it's amazing that these people are still here and doing that. I just think that it's it's not time to move on, but it's time to start thinking about opening up the Falkland Islands to show all the beauty and amazing things that are here yeah. and sharing it with the rest of the world. But this is the issue, isn't it? That there's well, not enough, like you've just said, um, the flights, uh, all the flights are booked. The 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 air bridge to the U goes straight to the UK is all waitlisted until something like the fourteenth of January. Mm. Lan, you can't get a, a you can't get a, a flight to Chile until I think it's like March or something like yeah. that. So we do need another flight, don't we? Yeah, and I think also it's about kind of developing the economy of the Falklands. And I think someone mentioned it last night. Made a very good point that. By developing the the economy, it gives the Falklands a louder voice that is more likely to get heard. Yes, which I think is very true, and I, I, I thought that was actually quite fair play. And someone else made a very good point of saying, "Well, actually, think about the young families here, young families, people with kids, the younger generation who want to develop the economy." I know maybe the older generation mm. might think, "Oh, everything's fine, and we we used to shear sheep, and that was that, and that was absolutely fine," but. <coughs> the more money that's in the Falkland Islands, the more jobs, the more opportunities there are and the louder voice they'll have when it comes to talking to UK government and things like that, I think. And on your list, of course, you've got that coupled with flights is homesickness. Exactly, because yeah. also some people don't that there aren't enough flights to get everyone home to the UK if people well, want to get to the UK. Those people who are, whose home is in the UK, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. those of us whose home is here. Yeah, or vice versa, do you know, and even like freight and stuff like that and sending parcels and, mm -hmm. you know, like today, for example, is the last day that you can send your cards home, ML to the UK, 7th of December. Do you think, what? Mm. But you've got to be prepared. And I've got, I've got uh, you know, daughters who, well, one's not a student anymore, but uh, one's a student and to try and get her northbound after New Year. And we were booking that flight back in July, I think, July, mm. August, and they were already fully booked. So, listeners, if you are listening to this and you think, oh, I fancy going down to the Falkland Islands, um, top tip, make sure you book as soon as, um, you, as soon as you can. That's the thing. If you, don't really, if you don't know something like that and you don't book in advance and you think, oh, I want to go home and see my family, if you do have family in the UK, you're not, you're, you can't book. Yeah. So what are they supposed to do? Whereas the, the second flight, it might give open up more opportunity 
for people where they were saying it was about 200 seats on the plane. Do you know, three yeah. times a month, more opportunity for people to actually and come the, and go as they please. And they timed it. I mean, although nothing is set in stone now and they're still negotiating on it, they're, they're looking at flying from here, effectively flying straight into Sao Paulo um, in the evening. And we know that, um, I think it's generally accepted, isn't it, that flights that are going east-wise tend to leave in the evening so you should be able to get a flight within a few hours mm. to Heathrow and bang and there you are. are. But yeah, also if you are. want to go on holiday elsewhere, Sao Paulo by the sounds of it is quite well connected. You can zip on to wherever you want to in the Absolutely. world. Which yeah is isn't a I bad think there's thing. a lot personally I think there's a lot more positives mm. than there are Definitely. negatives on this. Um, yeah. Anyway, what's on your next list? Next on my list is we've got a very special keeping it Christmassy and going mm-hmm. home for Christmas on Christmas. We're doing something very special this afternoon, aren't we? <gasps> we are, and it has to be. It has to be done. So, next week, listeners, on Friday is the Christmas Challenge concert organised by Morris and Debbie Lake. Sorry, that's my phone. That's somebody sending me an email. Well, we've actually recorded. We've laid down a track, haven't we? We've got well, a Christmas we single to. coming out. We F- had to. TV Christmas single. <laughs> we had to because uh, we're going to be doing it with puppets. Spoiler alert: we're, We've got puppets that are penguins. We found Santa. And we've got an elf. Well, you've been as slaving as, away, as haven't you? Making flight, elf puppets. <laughs> yeah, as long as the flight comes in, we've got an elf. Oh yeah, because we need costumes. Yeah. Otherwise, it's straight from the from NPC straight into town. Poor girl, <laughs> shove the uh, costume on her, and on stage she goes. Um, so yes, um, we, we had to record it because obviously you can't. Well, I didn't think we could cope with singing and doing the puppets at the same time. So. Mm. Uh, we've laid down the track, which is, it was jolly good fun. I think we amused I think, certainly our end of the Stanley Services I think that, period, That's actually the first Christmas single I've ever recorded. Is it? Yeah. It could be number one. Yeah, in it could go viral. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But also, we had um, special guests ending the show, didn't we? Christmassy guests. Katie. Yes. So that's what you're doing, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> Take full responsibility for that. That was um, Morris from the Seafarers Mission. Um, he puts on the Christmas Tree Festival, and we wanted to do a bit of an inventive plug for him to put that out there. So, him and his lovely, sweet little dog, Marlon, who is just schnauzer. The best behaved, <laughs> yeah. most lovely. And top tip. Dog. Oh, look at this, what you're getting here, listeners. Top tip. Uh, schnauzer is the only dog you can accurately represent in Lego. Oh, wow. Because it's very all very boxy. square. I love yeah. schnauzers. Yeah. And he's very well behaved, isn't he? Great top tip. Um, so he came in and at the end of our show, we always do the same sort of thing. Um, letting people know that they can listen to our podcast, that they can go on and listen to watch future episodes on online that sort of thing so we got Morris and Marlon to come and sit on the sofa and be the TV presenters for the last little bit and he just sits there with his head thing on yeah with his antlers on looking quite this is Marlon not Morris (laughs) well him too (laughs) looking a little bit fed up yeah but it adds to it it totally adds to it but I think I think you should say schnauzer again because I don't know if the listeners have heard them Schnauzer. Yeah, Paula's got Christmas flu. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Christmassy flu, which is something that seems to be going around. I have no idea where I got it from. I have a suspicion it was from Government House because we went for lunch, didn't we? Yes. Um, last week, and I suspect it was somebody around that table who gave me. She was sitting next to the governor, so. <laughs> 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 yeah, pointing knows? fingers. <laughs> who knows? No, the media, that was nice. Lovely dinner. 
Yeah, it wasn't really. And I really liked how they'd spread because it was um, the Penguin News, the radio, well, all media outlets in the Falkland Islands. Juanita was there as well. Yeah, yeah, were all invited in and we all sat around the table, all spread out as well. So it was really nice to chat to different people. Um, And it was a little bit of work chat. I don't know what your end of the table was doing. We had a little bit of work chat and then we had some sort of fun, quite light chat. And it was just quite nice to get to know people. Yeah, because Liz Roberts said to me, she said, we don't. Uh, Liz Roberts used to work at FITV. Um, should we don't get a chance to speak to each other? No. You know, or, or you I know, think least we should have like a monthly it. meeting or something between um, all of us. I think yeah. that'd be quite good. Just have a, a yeah, brainstorm. We're and for an event or anything like that. We don't we're get working. To, we, well, we, yeah. Yeah, we don't get a chance to chat. So yeah. it was nice to go. I think I said something to Lisa about something, and she said, "Oh, you get that too." So it's mm. it's nice to know that you're not quite the only therapeutic. Mm. I befriended yeah. a very nice Canadian chap, which was um, at the dinner. Yeah, at the dinner. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I made a nice friend. I I thought, right, I'm staying out the media side of things. I'm going to chat to this lovely guy who is um, one of Nigel Phillips. Well, the governor's very old friends, which was good. I'm going to cough again. Oh, <coughs> oh the lurgy. But yeah, no, it was a, it was nice to be appreciated. I felt like it was quite nice. It was for, lovely. It was very nice. To, thank you, really thank nice you very much, Jessica. Yeah, for that, very nice. Um, also, very exciting news. Very, very exciting news. Your lovely husband has brought you something very special today. He brought me a jacket. Paul has been wearing a old black. I don't know. Well, if you live in the Falkland Islands, it's a barber, and see Paula walking around. Say. She's got the bag lady jacket that she wears it, day in what? day out. The it black has. barber jacket. It has, it has gone, through from the wars. Being, <laughs> gone from being a really nice, smart-looking thing to being looking a bit shabby. So, um, yeah, Steve So if you're interested it. in seeing uh, what Paula's new jacket looks like, we'll get a photo of her up with Tune the podcast. <laughs> no, I haven't got any makeup on. You can't do no, that. No, we'll just do that. We'll just cut your head okay. off. There we go. And then you can, we can have your opinions yeah. on whether you like the colour. I think the colour's rather nice. My mum yeah. did always say that um, you can get the rest of your clothes out of Primark if you want to, but the things to spend your money on is your shoes and your coats. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I've heard a similar one that says, um, always buy the best mattress you can afford or the best shoes you can afford, because if you're not in one, you're in the other. That's very true. That's such a good idea. Yeah, I like that saying. <laughs> very Top good tips. Say. Oh my goodness, listen to this, listener. <laughs> on your commute, tip. wherever you are in the world. We're practically hey. lifestyle vloggers now. Have we still got our um, American, Californian viewers, listeners? Um, yeah, I would think so. I think we'll still be out there. We need to have a look. I think we'll have, next week we'll have a... I'll do some investigation do into some who's investigation listening and we can give yeah. some shout-outs. Uh, Katie, you had a quite an interesting uh, week with the Scouts, didn't you? Yeah, I had good fun. It was, um, I went along to my first ever coffee evening rather than a coffee morning. Yeah, weird. <laughs> when we were reading the cue from the studio, Tom and I, I was like, coffee morning, coffee morning. I was like, no, it's a coffee evening. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I went along and I have to say something that is literally stuck with me since um, Tuesday evening is the smell of bonfire smoke on the jeans that I'm currently wearing. I thought I could smell if smoke. That, if you can smell it, that's what it is, unfortunately. Um, so I went in and I don't know what I expected, but it was bonkers. There was, there was children of all ages running around with 20 peas, buying and spending an absolute tat but I, I know, I the did. best kind and they were all so happy and it was it was just lovely they raised a lot of money didn't they from 20 feet jesus 1478 yeah. pounds yeah and I it was crazy. on for two hours just an amazing fundraiser i spoke to a mother who said um she'd come back with two bags of absolute rubbish yeah <laughs> that her children were just 
constantly buying stuff. But you do when you're I still find I do it now though. It can't be sales and stuff. You're like, oh, I could, I I could need find need that. Blah, blah, blah. And then it just goes in the cupboard. But the one... Never to be touched. When I, they had an outside section as well. And out there they were shooting Nerf guns to try and hit targets. They had a bonfire with marshmallows. But I think the main attraction was that the scouts who are the oldest section were sitting in their shorts and t-shirts and everybody else could spend 50p and throw three wet sponges at them and try and hit them. Which sounds like really great fun. But it wasn't a very summery day. It was no, freezing. It was quite, yeah, it was quite windy, wasn't it? <laughs> so the other kids were having a great time throwing them, but these three scouts were standing there, who aren't very big. They're only about nine or ten, I would say. Absolutely chittering. They were so cold. <laughs> but it was very cute and well done to them. Just shows the generosity of this place, everybody yeah. donating yeah, money. Yeah. It was good stuff. <laughs> um, also on my list, this is quite an unusual one. Sexy books. Ooh, sexy books, story arc on writing. Oh, yes. yeah, no, no, because because obviously from the back of having this um, playwright here, uh, hello Brad, I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> we, I asked him about reading uh, books about writing, um, and he suggested a Stephen King novel called uh, Stephen King book called On Writing, which I highly recommend. I did read it a long time ago, but mm. haven't really appreciated it. Um, so I'm re- reading it again and really feeling. Um, re-energised to to write again. (laughs) That's amazing. um, He, in it, one of the big things he says is, um, you know, time is short, so you need to just limit yourself to books on how to write because the more time you're reading the books on how to write is less time you're actually... But it's true, it's like research. I don't know whether you found this with um, your degrees and stuff like that when you do dissertations. You can spend so much time research, 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 that you put off the writing... Yeah. And the actual nitty gritty of you know what write it. Obviously, you need the the happy medium of both, but sometimes you can use that looking into researching and stuff like that as mm. an obstacle for actually yeah. getting on with it. Because there are like hundreds, if not thousands, of books out there on how to write a novel, how to get published, how to do this. And I bought one while I was on holiday called uh, Writing the Bones, which I believe is quite a revered book on on writing. Um, and the first chapter is all about ri- buying the right pen. Which is great because I'm a real <laughs> stationary nerd, so I'm really on board with that. But actually, it's wasting time that you could actually be but sitting see, down putting pen to paper. I think I, I see what you mean, and I think Hannah's right. It's about happy medium. But I'm the type of person where, because I'm not a writer in the sense that you are, but I do blog and have a YouTube channel and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's a different kind, but it's the same creativity, and you have to be inspired to be able to yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. or you just hit a block and you don't. But I really believe that when I write or record my best stuff is when I'm feeling really, um, I sort of feel like it's um, creative fireworks going off inside me. But the way that I get that is sometimes by getting a new notebook because I go, and then yeah. I start and so I can, you were stationary nerd a little bit yeah I'm okay. more notepads than pens though okay well you, you, can, you can join the periphery I can appreciate of it. our Falklands yeah. um, stationary nerd group <laughs> thank you which is basically me one of the old media ops ladies who's just got a promotion apparently Ooh. and the old chief justice he was also a stationary I nerd I enjoy that so uh, you can join us I think one last thing on, on this that I just want to add in is um talking about books about writing this is a book about creativity in general um was a book called big magic by elizabeth gilbert who's actually the author of eat pray love okay um which i didn't actually get too into the whole eat pray love thing i know it's very popular but big magic 
if you are in a rut with creativity and you just feel like you are being sunk by all these ideas that you can't get out of you, read or listen to this book. It's on Audible as well or all other platforms too that you can listen to books on. Yeah, other books are available. And other books are available. And it really sort of um, made, it changed my life listening to that book and oh, set, really? off, set off sparks and just sort of really made me realise that creativity... Um, is a blessing and that we all have it within us and are able to get it out there this was because this this was something i was going to say do you think creativity is something that you've either got or you don't or is it something that you can teach yourself because i for me i think you have to have that basic creativity in order to improve i don't think say you've got someone who's just not creative at all in terms of writing skills mm. so say we're talking about writing novels and it goes back to your point of buying books that teach you how to write this and that you can spend so much time doing that when actually, if you just sit and let it flow, let it flow, yeah, and then and then maybe tweak it afterwards, like edit yeah. it and edit it, then I don't know. For me, I believe you're either creative or you're not. Well, I think I think you can teach it, but I don't think you'll ever be as good as someone who's naturally got that flair. I think that's a but point, but I mean, for if you looked at me <coughs> on paper. I would you would think that I was the least creative person ever because I'm dyslexic, I'm dyspraxic and a complete self-confessed perfectionist which all goes opposite writing and creativity and things like that because they're all blockages that make it harder but I really think that it's about I think you do have it within you and you sort of you're a creative person you can describe yourself as that but I think everybody can find it within them and it just wait it takes time for people to find that spark to set them off but do you think it's like tuning into it whether you tap into your creativity or not because sometimes I think like I've got friends for example who are very very arty like mm-hmm. really good and it's a natural talent and I'm like wow I could never do anything like that yes I could try try mm. but it would never be as flowy as as them and yeah. I think if you've got that if you've got that creative that basic but level of creativity you can improve on it I don't think but cre- some people do have that natural but, mindset but I don't I think that's the point I don't think creativity is about success no, no, yeah, no, no, I agree. It depends, it depends on the definition of success. So, so now, we're, now, now we're going to end up... So let's, it's quite let's interesting. look at this, because the Bad Sex Awards came out this week. <laughs> or the nominations for the Bad Sex... What's a Bad no. Sex Awards? Sorry, so it's, it's in novels. It's bad, bad, badly written sex in novels, basically. Um, I think you might have to put a disclaimer on this. I was going to say, we talk about sex and whatever. No, yeah. Um, but anyway, they came out, and some of them are just appalling. They're seriously, seriously appalling. Um, and I was talking to you earlier, because that's where you've got sexy books from, is because I was saying to you that years and years secretly, and listeners, you don't this tell top any secret. top secret, don't tell anyone else this, I actually collect hardback Mills and Boone. And they, the hardback ones came out sort of in the 80s and early 90s, which, which were put in libraries. Um, and if you read them, they're, they're very they're nicely... Because we were talking about story arc, weren't yeah. we? Structures know, and structures yeah. and stuff like that. And they are, they're very structured, but they sell. I mean, for goodness sake, they mm-hmm. sell. And um, they're very gentle, and the fruitiness in it is quite gentle, and it only lasts like two pages. But then you, about sort of 12 years ago, I thought, do you know what, I'm going to see what, they, what they're writing like now and what they're looking at for writers. Maybe I could do that. And I went to the shop, and they've got spawned like sub-genres of this stuff. So there's um, historical and there's um, hospital and there's tender, which doesn't have a lot of fruitiness in. And then there's like really raunchy stuff that it goes on for like <laughs> 20, 30 pages. But don't, nobody's don't, got time for that. Don't you think that's like a reflection, though, on how society has changed back probably in the 80s when you bought those books? Sex, 
okay, maybe not eight. Actually, no, that's yeah. Hello, Lace. Let me just say, no, 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 people will be yeah. nodding at home. Lace. But now, now sex, sex is a lot more open, I find. It's a lot more in your face. It's very, it sells well. Yes. In back shades. a couple of years, you know, we're 20, not, 30 years back, you, it probably was a little bit more conservative. Yeah, we're not fan. You and I are not fans of no. Fifty Shades. Are you, have you read it? Um, I read it. I read all of them and watched them. But I, I actually think, and um, I read it because I'm uh, 23, and I they came out when I was quite young. <laughs> And oh, I read, so read it as a forbidden oh. thing. Oh. And I read them quite young so on holiday. Yeah, so I think when I read them then, I was probably about thirteen or fourteen, and it was um, it was it was a bit of an interesting experience. And it was it was like something that I wasn't meant to be doing. Well, well done, <laughs> well done <laughs> for getting through three yeah. books. Yeah. You, did you manage a, a whole book? I read one shame? book. Yeah, you read the whole book. book. I didn't like it. I That's managed cool. I four, four chapters. Four, <laughs> four chapters, and I went. I've had enough of this. I want to slap her. Yeah, I seriously want to slap her. In the goddess who kept doing cartwheels for some reason. But it reason. also makes me think. I know this sounds awful, and I know it's a very popular book, but you must be slightly dissatisfied with your life to read a book like that and enjoy it. I don't, I don't know, know that makes me sound really awful. You know I know that's quite an awful statement, I, but... We watched a film last night called Book Club, um, and other films are available. And they, there was these four women who had that book as their choice in the book mm. club. And, and they were raving about it, but I seriously, I thought it was badly written. Um, I thought the sex scenes were badly written. I didn't like him as a character. I hated her as a character. Mm. As I say, I wanted to physically be violent to her and her... Indie, oh sorry, mustard word, um, and in a <laughs> goddess, um, and every page he's so powerful, he's so handsome, he's so, you know. And we were talking about this earlier because it sort of goes full circle with the whole feminist issue. Yeah, that she is for me. I'm sorry. I'm please write in and tell me if you think I'm wrong. I found her a very weak woman. You know, you will do this. You will eat when I say sorry. If I don't want to eat, I'm not going to eat. Thank you very much. You know, you will eat. You this should write. You should write strength. one that's opposite, where the, where the woman's Mr. Gray, Mrs. Gray. Oh God! Go on, Paula. There we go. We said, we said this, didn't we? Because I said in my book, I was just finishing off my book when it came mm. out, and I thought I'll have a look and see what all the fuss is about. I got as far as chapter four and went, "This is ridiculous." But you know, in my book that I've written, you can buy other books are available on um, Kindle. I get twenty eight p every time you buy one. Um, she um, she's an accountant. He's a pianist. <laughs> Let's get him to have sex on the piano and she can whack him on the bottom of the calculator. Maybe that will make it sell. Who knows? But that doesn't happen. quite feminist as well, actually. I really hope I'm not the person who has to edit this podcast. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll edit. It's all staying in, but you're putting an explicit... Explicit comments no, will be used. And as we say, that probably means that more people will listen to it. Hello. People get excited about explicit content. Because sex sells. <laughs> Unfortunately, it does, doesn't it? But... Um, and both ways, though, hello. But, you know, both ways. Um, you know, hot dudes reading. Hot dudes reading. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so let's just... Um, That's what we need know. for the FITV office, actually. New Year, sexy men calendar. Well, we would, then we would have to balance it out. Have <laughs> sexy, women have sexy women calendar. <laughs> I, I've long thought we ought to do an FITV calendar. Oh, um, why don't we? That would be awesome. Know. Because uh, n- not necessarily needy, you know. No, well, that's not, not going to happen. Not. That is 
it's not going to happen. No, but we could do a media one but, with, um, the, with all the media. Yeah. That'd be quite fun. Yeah. I think because we've got, we do enough stories that are just like unusual mm. um, to, to take some stills from there. How have we gone from yeah. sexy books to FITV calendar? There we go. <laughs> That's the magic of the podcast. So before we move on to the next topic, please plug your blog. Because I'm on oh. too. <laughs> um, so my blog is called The Scot in the Falklands. It was origi- the Scot. In the the Scot in the Falklands. Originally, the Scot in Paris. Then went to the Scot in the Falklands. And wherever life takes me next, I'm sure we'll have a name change again. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay, mine's being Rita Siegel at wordpress.com, um, and also uh, I can't remember my other a few pews. No, last pew. I can't even remember the name of my... Oh, just, so, go, just go on so Twitter. So long since you looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on Twitter, Rita, Rita mm-hmm. underscore Seagull and have a look. Now, I've got a question on my list that Tell me. I'm querying. Apple giving up. Giving up Apple. Oh, Katie, oh. tell us about that. What, what have about? you done? Oh. What have you done, Katie? <laughs> Are you giving up eating apples or Apple tech? That's well, um, so I have decided that I'm going to not get an iPhone. Oh. Yep. I'm giving up my iPhone. Are you listening to this, Apple? I know. Well, you want to buy an iPhone? Case you your iPhone? No. <laughs> I'm thoroughly disappointed. Um, it's partly, to be fair, it's partly to do with my contract, which obviously isn't Apple, is a, is a service provider. It's partly to do with that. But I've just decided that, that my contract ends in April and I'm going to move on to a different phone, which um, the reason that I picked this one is because my sister has it and she says it does all the bits that she needs and nothing more, which is what I want. Um, well, if we plugged work. Apple, you might as well plug the new phone you buy. Um, it's called a Hawaii phone. I think it's Google, but it might be Android. I've not actually checked. Lots of other phones are available, well, listeners. Yeah. Um, and but also, Apple, if, we're listening, if you are listening and you do want to give us free phones, we film everything on your iPhone. Yeah, we, we film. <laughs> actually, no, sorry, just as a, as a side note, no, mm. if you watch along this week, it's week 406, um, there are lots of things on there mm. that are filmed on the iPhone 7. Um there's some bits from the governor, uh, sorry, CBF leaving and things like that. But also there is a bit that you filmed for the new ship, the yep. Argos ship coming That's out. That's iPhone 10 and also the government you, house reception and, and things like that. And you can see the difference. You can see yeah, the difference. When I edited it, um, and this is all honesty, this is not because I want Apple to send us some free phones. If you look at us as editing it, and I was putting the oeuvre of the um, ship on board, and I turned to you and I said, did you film this on your mm. DSLR? Because it looked beautiful uh, and you went no it's from my phone yeah and that's with no no post tinkering around no. in post-production or anything like that no and so it's really yeah. really good it's the I'm colors so though impressed. i find the colors are so vivid and things like that it's with the iphone the, the quality the lens the depth of field everything it's just it looks beautiful anyway so you're leaving all of that i am to go to some i just want android i just want something less that does less that's and good that, though, I think, yeah. because Apple's naughty but in a way because they make you Dependent. buy into them, and it's very difficult. Once you're very deep into Apple and very into it, it's very difficult to leave them. And I'm I making find. a stand. I'm cutting off the dependency, the codependency that Apple. Well, and I drawn still me love you, me. Apple. But it's also the fact that everything talks to each other. It's like all oh, your devices are yeah. very easy to sync and airdrop and this and that, and you think, oh, like no, I'm I very in Apple, and no, I can't I leave. That. I had a, an Android. Because uh, I moved away from Apple, so I bought a, a PC, a laptop, and I bought, um, over a course of years, and I bought a um, an Android tablet, mm-hmm. because it was dirt cheap, and I bought an Android phone, and as soon as you log on to your um, account, 
everything oh, it all s- synced acro- yeah. across the board so it does do that as well yeah it's not just but apple. i love the apple platform uh, for an iphone i love the apple but platform. i i also quite like the the ease of use and the visit like the way it looks i don't know i, I and also you get so into it, like with iTunes, things like this, and you can sync everything up. Yeah. You've got the iCloud, which is easy to use. And you take a photo and you want to give it to me, just airdrop it across. Nine times out of ten, Apple's good, but I think you need, in order to get the best maximum kind of efficiency out of it, you need the Apple computers. It syncs so, up quicker than using Apple to, like, so to who Windows knows? So if you are a manufacturer of um, any kind of equipment and you think, do you know what, FITV needs to be educated that our stuff is fantastic, send it to us. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll try it out, and we will. Yeah, um, we can put reviews on. We can put a review on. Yeah, because uh, I mean, we're out we filming every, every day, aren't we? So all those products above. Speaking mm-hmm. of reviews, just mm-hmm. lastly, um, I heard on the radio the other day that a little boy who's seven years old—I can be corrected if I'm wrong—is reviewing toys on YouTube and oh, is earning brilliant. a huge amount of money each year because he's reviewing his toys. That is Isn't that amazing? I hope he's like, putting it all towards his like university fund. I'm sure. Market research, though. You remember how they used to do market research groups where you'd go and meet as a group. My mum used to do it, and when I was right. a kid, used to, you'd go and you'd try, I don't know, the new lunchbox snacks or whatever, mm. or <coughs> favourite toys, and then you'd, get, you'd do a review and they'd give you the free toy. Mm. But it's a modern version. I think that's a great idea for him to be earning money at that age and understand fantastic that is great very cute too yeah <laughs> right where are we on our list uh, on our list the last thing well i don't really know how well this is going to link but cbf new cbf coming oh, old yeah. cbf leaving no because he, he had a um there was a little um, not reception a little buffet kind of thing on tuesday unfortunately i couldn't go because i was feeling so pants um so i apologize if um anyone's listening um but the new guy's coming the old guy's got who knew that he was actually a bit of a whiz on the old 10-pin bowling? I know. <laughs> Crazy. I'm Apparently, he scored like six or seven strikes, strikes oh, in, that, in that first game that they played because they revamped the um, bowling alley, MPC. And, um, yeah, he's a bit of a whiz on the old What's bowling. What's that film? I'm imagining that film. What's the film about the bowling with Vince Vaughan and um, oh, Ben Stiller or something like that? Not Kingpin. I don't know. The I one don't... where they're bowling, where they do the bowling, and they've got all like big jackets and things and the gloves. And, you I know, like know. the Simpsons, where the Simpsons have the bowling. I don't know. But you ever seen Grease Two? There's yeah. a brilliant song in there, which we're not going to sing, obviously copyright. But um, yeah, Grease Two's got a very good bowling scene, and you'll be humming that song <laughs> along. Um, it is anyway. a very good new bowling alley. I actually have went you on been? Saturday. Have you? Yeah, oh, excellent. they were doing free bowling between ten and ten, wow, and it was it. it was it's really cool. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> so we are getting obviously close. Th- like centimeters towards Christmas now. Um, next week, I look just looked at our book. It is full on Christmas. Yes, absolutely full on Love Christmas. It. So we've got the Christmas tree festival, Christmas tree the festival. Christmas challenge concert. We've yeah. got the kids doing their Christmas concert. We've got the drag fabulous Christmas quiz. Oh, museum Christmas. We've got the museum lights. Yeah. Lights on at the museum. It's just going to be amazing. It's going to be full on Christmas. I think now. it's good because I don't know, but it's the first time that I've been away for Christmas. Yeah. From home. So for me, it's quite nice that it's busy, busy, busy doing stuff because mm. it takes your mind off of being like, oh, my Oh, family. the speed, speed cheer, I found out they are doing a speed cheer and I didn't oh, write cool. it on the board. Oh, awesome. That's at the Rose. They just take. I um, want to have a go at shearing. That's going to be my Christmas. I'm not sure they'll do it there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they've got that. And also the um, shear, uh, Falkland shears. Mom, another mom. 
There was another, another mustard word mustard there. We've word. Had to. But they're really quick. I was watching the, um, the shearing competition from last year, and they're yeah. super duper quick. And I don't know how they managed to do it without, A, cutting the sheep, because the sheep are wriggling around like this. <laughs> they're all just experts. Um, mm. There is a young lady, actually, um, Rian, who's on, uh, Rianne, who's on uh, the West, um, and she's a shearer. And like she's shearing it. something like 238 sheep. Like Weathers it. or whatever it was. I don't know what they call them. Good but anyway. stuff. Um, but the, the, sh- the Falkland Shears, which is on, on the 29th of December at the FIDF Hall, if you're sitting there at home and you're thinking, oh, that's the last thing. It's really good. We went to film it one of the first years they brought it into town. And I was, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be awful. It is brilliant. It is <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And it's interesting. And it's if it's the same people doing the um commentary they're just hilarious they're yeah. absolutely hilarious and there's lots of different um sections so there's uh, like veterans and novices and team and and then the winners are then the ones that will be golden cheers golden cheers which Amazing. is in france this uh, next year so is that people from all over the world shearers from all over the world for golden shears yeah where did we come last year um, quite high up actually, considering we're just like the little old Falklands. Oh, that's good. Um, I think we sent, I can't remember how many we sent, whether it was two or three people went. Shearers, but, and also the, um, oh, and I've forgotten the word already. Rousies. The Rousies, the ones that yeah, the take the. Girls the that usually. It's usually females it. yeah. who, who, who flip the. Um, so they were, they were shooting well. at Weddell when I was there filming, so I was in the shed and was watching them, and it was really, really interesting. Yeah. It's a complete way of life. When they go away to shear, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, and the, did you? Do they tell you they have to? They have to like put cling film around their body. Yeah. Or something because some of the fibres from the fleece can get trapped and start growing. What on them? Yeah. No. Seriously. They can grow their own. Seriously. Shit. I don't believe that. They can't. Seriously, stop. you the ask The fibres get trapped and they start growing like. <laughs> that's what. That's what they told me. But mm. they, they might have been having me on. Who knows. Anyway, we're coming to the end of our podcast. We've rattled on now for 38 minutes. I was going to say, oh. this is I did think we've been talking for an awfully long time. We have, but it was very interesting, I think. Definitely. Really. I think we ought to do it again. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Extended Thomas, version. We ought to send Thomas down to the post office more often to go <laughs> do his stuff. Um, anyway, if you want to listen along or watch along to, you need to look at uh, fitv.co.fk and uh, download, um, subscribe to our programme. You're looking at week 406 for this podcast. Um, um, which is podcast number 30. Do you do a blog? Nice round number. Do you do a blog? I don't. I used to, but I neglect it. I'm terrible. I'm very okay. bad with my Don't forget to have blogs. a look at Katie's blog. Um, and her Paris stuff is very interesting as well. Yeah. Have a, <laughs> have a look at mine because I want a book deal. So just, you know. <laughs> and then the Roller Station Manager will be up on <laughs> Media Art. Yeah, oh, yeah. Check out Media Art <laughs> if, you wanna, if you're a, a broadcast journalist or a TV and film production person out there. You could check be out sitting Media. right here doing the podcast yeah, with Yeah, you can yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so funny? The faces behind the voices. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.